Welcome in to From the Nosebleeds. We're getting fired up to the Blue Mountain State theme song here. Oh, one of my favorite theme songs of all time. A great, a great fucking show. Um, it's the Pat O'Leary and Vince uh, Lobiondo show today. No Seamus Doyle. Taylor is, uh, I want to say behind the glass because I want to take one out of Seamus's book, but I'd be lying. Uh, Taylor's <laughs> at the desk. <laughs> Taylor's missing the and, glass. Uh, where's Seamus at? Seamus is in uh, Wildwood. Those wild, wild, wild days. With his dad. Yep. Watching the Phillies like he said he wasn't going to yep. today. Yep. <laughs> um, just to fill you guys in, Seamus in our group chat uh, basically said he's done with the Phillies, which is like and on what the pod last week. Yeah, yeah, on the show, and on the, and on the on show, the show yeah. last week, he was like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm over it. I'm fucking done with these guys. One of like a million times he said that, and he's never meant it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the the number of times I've heard him say, "This team sucks. I don't care," and then literally not even an hour later, oh my god, dude, Phillies are making the world like just. Oh. And he's not saying he's not that level yet, but I mean he's he's getting to the delusion level again. It's it's like a sickness, honestly. Yeah. And I was uh, listening to another Phillies podcast uh, today, and they said something. Why would you do that to yourself? I, I, just because it's funny to listen to everyone be <laughs> sad. But I think it was something like the Phillies could win every single one of their games for the next seven seasons, and their franchise record would still be way under five hundred. <laughs> like, how crazy is that? Like Seamus really this lets is great fuel for Taylor. Seamus like really lets this team like get his mental health down when like this team is just <laughs> historically bad. Just the, yeah. the lamest one to like but, stand by too. Yeah, I it, know. It, oh, easily. <laughs> like by far the lamest. Uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, I'm I'm like a sicko for the Sixers, but at least they like make the playoffs every year. Yeah. <laughs> like, at least they're like it's an actual exciting game to watch and not baseball yeah yeah we're gonna we're gonna talk about the phillies uh, probably a little bit at the end of the show but uh the main the main draw of this week is drum roll schedule breakdown eagles (laughs) seamus's worst nightmare seamus's worst fucking that's why we decided to do it on a day where seamus wasn't here yep because he would just uh make snarky remarks the entire time Mm -hmm. uh actually funny enough before we get into the schedule breakdown i have a uh note here when I listened to last week's show, you know, since I wasn't here, I took notes of things Seamus said about me while I wasn't here, <laughs> and I wanted to address them with Seamus, but he's, he's not, not gonna, here. He's not going to do that this week. Oh, no, he will. He listens to every show like three times. Three, no. Yeah, Shh. at least. I wouldn't be surprised. He's a no, freak. No, he literally he's does. A freak. <laughs> wow. Seamus, Seamus was going real off by my Howie bootlicking, he says, <laughs> and like, I just don't get it because like, he's like the biggest guy who says things... Uh, in terms of like, oh, I'm not going to be a fan of a GM just because he does his job. Like, that's <laughs> like that's a good. That's a very good point. Like, what yeah. do you mean, bro? Like, that's just a weird thing. Like, if if uh if Dave Dombrowski really was doing his job better, Seamus. Oh, would but be, he's not a GM. He's Shamus, a president. Whatever. Seamus would be. Seamus <laughs> would be slobbing him. So excuse me for giving props mm. to the GM that, in my opinion, is the most hated in the city, and I don't think it's for good reason. Uh, which I've listed on this podcast before. I think it's stupid that he's so hated, but that's beyond the point. Fuck you, Seamus, for that one. Saying that while I'm not here. Coward. <laughs> anyway, moving on. 2022, shaping up to be... It looks like it's shaping up to be a good Eagle season. Um, I mean, yeah. The draft went well. Thank you, Howie. Yeah. Um, he acquired some talent in A.J. Brown, Hassan mm-hmm. Reddick. Uh, Jordan Davis. What's Bradbury? What's his first name? Why can't I think of it? James. James Bradbury. 
like going into the off season, like or before the draft even. It's really funny how uh, not to go back to the Howie thing. He was getting a lot of shit because the Eagles hadn't had a great uh, off season so far, mm-hmm. which was true up until that point. They really hadn't done anything. Well, that's and apparently because it was the whole Calvin Ridley thing. Yeah, right? yeah. Which, Which made sense. That's so, it's so crazy that I fell through. But hey, it ended up being good because A.J. Brown's better than Calvin Ridley. So. Yeah, I mean, that's that's for sure. But like, um, Especially Hassan, for this offense. Hassan Reddick was the first uh, domino to fall because that was before the draft, correct? Yeah. So Hassan Reddick comes and people are excited, but still there's gaping holes in this team. And then the draft happens and you add A.J. Brown after drafting Jordan Davis and you get N'Kobe Dean for great value mm-hmm. and uh, even Jurgens for, you know, he's a next year problem. But not problem solution, uh, and then like you you go into the the off season after the draft. Like okay, we still don't have a great secondary. You have Darius Slay and who, mm. and, and the safety question is still a fair one. And I'm sure that they'll do something to acquire not maybe not like a great safety, but a starting caliber safety. There's yeah. got to be someone out there, even if it isn't the uh, the guy from the Bengals uh, whose name I'm is I know who you're talking about escaping yeah, so right I now. The young he was guy. liking all the Eagles. Yeah, though, so which was nice. even if we don't get him, I'm sure it's going to be someone. But <clears throat> the question remained of the 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 secondary and uh, how he goes out and he adds James Bradbury. Mm-hmm. So now you have two legitimate starting cornerbacks. Which honestly, when was the last time the Eagles had two legitimate starting cornerbacks? I I mean, last year no you idea. thought we were going to have that because Steven Nelson was highly regarded going into the year. He really disappointed, kind of. He didn't really, honestly. I like, say, okay, he, he wasn't as bad as he's made out to be, Yeah, but I don't think he lived up to what I thought we were getting. Yeah, but, like, but Bradbury, I mean, he, he wasn't expected to be, like, insane. He was just expected to be fine next to Slay. Right. Bradbury, on the other hand, though, I feel like could be a CB1 on most rosters. So yeah. it's a fantastic signing. So it's shaping up to be a good year, but... Uh, as everybody does this time of year, Pat, we got to go down game by fucking game mm-hmm. and come out and see what we think is going to happen. So let's get into it. Week one, Detroit Lions in Detroit. What do you think? Wait, we we're not doing the preseason? That's like the best part the of the pre- year. <laughs> fuck the preseason. Shouldn't even be a thing. <laughs> what do you think about week I mean, one in Detroit? I think we just come out firing on all cylinders. I don't think... There's a care in the world for this offense or this defense because, you know, we're just going to fucking roll right through them. Like, yeah. I, I don't see the Lions succeeding much at all uh, this year. Maybe sometime in the future. Yeah, um, they still need a quarterback, but yeah. I see other pieces falling into place somewhat. Yeah. So I think I think we absolutely route them week one, get a good start to the season. Uh, I think Dre Swift will get his because, I mean, that kid's just a stud. And I have, you know, I'm partial to him because he's a prep kid. But uh, Billy guy. Yeah, so... Uh, I, I think know, I think Dre Swift will he'll get his get his yards. Jordan but, I mean, Davis in there. Yeah, you. I mean, you got Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox, stuff for now. Brandon Graham. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what the, but like what it's, offenses are going to do against that front line. Yeah, I work. really think that what's going to propel a win in this game is uh, I'm honestly like maybe even for the year like the defense. I'm very excited about yes. now, which is crazy because it, it very much flipped on what I was excited about. Mm-hmm. But um, the week one I have is a win also just because I think the Lions are very bad. Mm-hmm. Still, right now they have young pieces, like I said, but they're they're not close to competing yet. Yeah. So they're really bad. But week one's going to be interesting because it's going to show what the offense is. Because you know Nick Sirianni's got some questions to answer. Like, are you going to come in and run the same offense as last year? Is it going to be a run heavy offense? Mm-hmm. Uh, is this the year where Jalen's kind of let off the leash? Like, is he going to throw the ball more? So like week one is going to be very telling of what's to come, or maybe yeah. it won't because maybe they use. And I wouldn't mind this at all. Use this game against the Lions is a bit of an experiment because mm-hmm. I think you could easily win this game when you're trying to be risky and in, in other ways. 
But um, yeah, I'll go with a win. I don't see the Lions really competing. We're not going to do scores here, but I don't think that game yeah. will be close. I mean, it's also on nine eleven. So, but by I the way, like by the way, for, uh, it, has, it has nothing to do. With no, the, it has no, nothing. I just felt like I had to mention this. It. Is Never ta- forget. This, Never is, forget. this is for Taylor though. Um, and, and anyone else out there, real quick, the Phillies play the Nationals on nine eleven. Hammer oh, the Castellanos home run. Prop. Oh boy, hammer it. I mean, you got to two plus against against a DC team <laughs> against the Capitol. On if 9/11? only it was against the Mets. I mean, if only it was a New York team. Yeah, you're right. But still, <laughs> Castellanos, free money, 9-11 homer. Castellanos uh, knocking down buildings. <laughs> okay, so week two uh, is our home opener, and it's a uh, primetime game, mm-hmm. Monday night football against the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, my so favorite it's really, to play. I love the open-up season <clears throat> with a primetime Monday night football game. That yeah. is, well, it the home opener being yeah. that is just awesome mm-hmm. and it's going to be like extremely fired up in the city mm-hmm. so i'll go to you first pat what do you see happening in this game i mean i don't think the vikings are that great they really only have justin jefferson adam peel and, and i mean they have dalvin cook too but i mean who knows if he'll even be healthy dalvin cook's two. health is yeah shaky yeah. and also like <laughs> against the most running backs i'm like really confident in this team this year because yeah. like I like our linebacker core of, you know, D- Nicobe Dean, whenever he's playing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his injury status currently is. There's been a lot of smoke around that. Uh, Davion Taylor coming back. Like, I like those two guys. Hassan Reddick. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the line is loaded right now. You know, you still got BG. You still got Fletch. You still got, uh, I'm, I'm missing someone. Josh like, Sweat. Nate, yeah, Josh Sweat. Uh, Jordan Davis in there now. Mm-hmm. Like, I, so I think our run defense should be pretty capable of handling most threats. But, uh, mm-hmm. And then passing wise, I mean, you got Thielen and Jefferson, but like uh, Bradbury, uh, yeah, Slay. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so like, there's, there's, there were weeks where before we made the addition of Bradbury, I would have been concerned about teams that have a strong uh, wide receiver two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vikings would be an example of that. Justin Jefferson, wide receiver one. Adam Thielen two, and Adam Thielen is very fucking good. Yeah, they're uh, basically interchangeable. Yeah, so like I would have been worried about you know getting abused in that way because Darius Slay can't be everywhere. He's got to mm-hmm. cover one guy. Yeah. But now that you have uh, a James Bradbury as your CB two on uh, on your wide receiver two, is like I completely. I'm confident now like and that's not to say like Justin Justin Jefferson's so good that he will get his a little bit I'm sure like I, I have faith in Darius Slay but it's inevitable like a top five guy is going to put up some numbers but I also have the littlest faith in the Vikings as far as Kirk Cousins a yes. primetime game he's look at the numbers I'm not just hating mm-hmm. his record in primetime is awful yeah. insane he he complete I don't think any quarterback ever shrunk in I don't even know if I'd call it big moments just cuz like what's so big about week 2 on Monday <laughs> night but like he shrinks in those moments yeah and I don't think he's just that great in general. I think he's the most mid quarterback ever. And he's getting and then, overpaid. Like I have a buddy that's a Vikings fan and he can't stand him cuz I mean like they just overpaid the fuck out of him thinking he was going to be some god and he has not lived up to the expectation mid. at all. He's mid and when you need him to be great he's even worse. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, think I think we this, might get a pick six or two that night. I I could see it, and it's gonna. Is this the first time the Vikings will be back in Philly since the NFC Championship game? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it'll be a yeah. nice. I'm sure uh, we'll also have an easy time. Like you know, how other stadiums get taken over, mm-hmm. and like we take over the Commander Stadium all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that we won't even see a purple jersey in the crowd because they'll oh, be. I uh, hope they they'll be the, PTSD ridden from no, 20, no, no, 20, I hope they go on the steps again. I hope they go on the steps Come on, again. You don't think they fucking know better now? <laughs> no, they might I don't. not even show their They're faces. They're from fucking Minnesota, dude. They're basically glorified Canadians. <laughs> Those people are stupid. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> they don't even show their faces in fucking Philly after. Uh, the embarrassment they went through I mean, the first time. It, could you imagine if we had actually re-signed Foles 
and that'd be great. <laughs> and everybody in the state is just going Foles, Foles. That's a, that was one of the all-time like stealing another team's yeah, chant. Yeah, that using was it fantastic. Um, no, again, no score prediction, but uh, this game will probably be like a touchdown or two separated. I, I don't know. I don't think we like. I'm not gonna predict we're gonna blow everyone out. Yeah. Like the Vikings will luck their way into some shit. I don't think they're very good, but I'm sure that they'll keep it like relatively close. Yeah. I mean, this next one though. Yeah, here we go. This is one I'm excited for. This next one is a blowout. Week three (laughs) at the Washington Commanders down in D.C. We get to visit our old friend Carson Wentz. I cannot fucking uh, wait. Listen, I would have loved for Carson to come here earlier instead of us going there. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I just said, we essentially turn these Washington games into home to home games yeah, anyway because uh, the Washington fans don't show up to that dirty, disgusting stadium. Mm-hmm. I-, I can't say I blame them, but um, Carson Wentz will go up against his former team. We finally get to catch passes from him again. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> like, it's just going to be pick six. Dead. Like, like, if you don't think that the with the speed we have now at linebacker and like the the two guys we have at cornerback that we're oh, yeah. at least not getting like three picks off Carson, I mean, that day, you're how, I guarantee there's at least one strip sack. Yeah, that's oh, just, I mean that's his that's his guilty one. pleasure. Hassan, that's what you know what that's my take for the game. I am predicting at least one Hassan Reddick strip sack in All that right. game. All right, I like that. Um, listen, not to go too hard on him, we won't get caught up on it. I don't think Carson wins this game because, and I don't. Uh, spoiler alert, I don't think he wins either game against us this year because yeah. I think he's a mental midget. I just mm-hmm. I don't see him seeing the midnight green and having the mentality of like like he you know he's not a dog. Like for example, like a he's Tom a like a Tom Brady, he would put on that Bucks uniform and go play in New England or against New England and like ha- get in that mindset of like I want to kill them. I'm yeah. gonna go out there and murder them. I mean the same thing happened with us in the playoffs last year. Yeah. I just don't see Carson Wentz having that same energy, really. Mm-hmm. And even if he does in his mind, once he gets on the field, he just doesn't, yeah, he just doesn't do it. He falls apart. So not to show him too bad. The rest of the team, not very good. I mean, Terry McLaurin, great receiver. But again, mm-hmm. we have a solid... Antonio Gibson. Yeah, we have, solid, uh, we have a solid defense. I am completely uh, banking on our defense. Like, kind of not carrying us, but being one of the better units in the whole league yeah. this year. As far as offense goes, I mean, the, the Washington Commanders do have a good defense. Mm-hmm. Like, in uh, Chase Young, I'm sure, will be back. I'm not yeah. sure what his injury status is. I Maybe we'll resign Ryan Kerrigan. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please take him. No, but you know he'll have, like, five sacks if we, if they resign him and he plays against us. Yeah. That's the only thing that sucks. So, <laughs> I, I think... I don't know if I'm going to say the Eagles, like, get up extra for this game because a lot of the guys in this roster now didn't play with Carson. Yeah, I mean, it's been a pretty big turnover since then. But I just think that the... Washington team is bad. Yeah. They're not very good. They're another team that's like a couple years away from competing. Mm-hmm. They got to put it all together. Like, who? I, I was I was just about to say, who's even. I forgot. I, he's so easily forgettable. I was about to say, who's even starting quarterback? <laughs> Honestly, also, I have a question for Washington fans. Do you guys really believe Carson Wentz is that much better than Taylor Heineke? No. no. I, was, I don't either. I was about to ask a side note how many games does Heineke start this year? So I, that's what I was. I literally. Was, that was going to be my next take is that this game against us is going to get what it's going to be what gets Carson benched. I think they'll give him a I couple just, more weeks. But see, yeah, I don't want to. I'm not going to spoiler alert. No, we're gonna, he's going to throw four picks. Mm. He's going to throw, throw four picks, two fumbles, and then he's going to be out by the third quarter. I am nervous that he will not be starting by our next matchup, which is why I would have loved to have seen us play in I know, Philly. I know. But let's not get too ahead of ourselves. So right now, we both got the Eagles at 3-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, solid start. So next, we have another like uh, reunion, but a happy one. Yeah. I'd say a happy reunion. Sad, honestly. So uh, week four, we play uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at home. Doug Peterson comes back to the city, which he won his 
Super Bowl and got us our first ring. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, I don't see anyone not getting to their feet and cheering on Doug like hard when yeah. he comes. Um, and a lot of people are on his side with the whole split up. Anyway, yeah, yeah, so. exactly. He he definitely had a more favorable like leave than Carson did. Like, yeah. sure, some of the cities on Carson's side still, but like but I'd say stupid. most of the, <laughs> most of the fan base. And that's not that. Like, I love Nick Sirianni. I, I'm a big yeah, fan of his, yeah. but I'm st- I still love Doug and don't think what went down with him should have went down. You the love way it him. Did. <laughs> okay, that might have been a little bit strong. I love him. I do like. What, I think, you hate him. I, his I, co- I wouldn't say I love him. We got to see what's it's up with fine. you know. There's still some things he could work on as far as his actual coaching, but I think he's building a culture in the in the locker room. Like, uh, I mean, this yeah, has he's been, a phenomenal. This point has guy. been beaten to death already. But Jason Kelsey said one of the reasons he wanted to come back was because he loved playing for Nick so much. Yeah. So like that that's something I know it's laughable and like we make fun of him because he's like the whole like. You know, what was that thing he did last year with the flowers? Like, the flowers got to grow. Mm-hmm. Like, he says that shit. He does that shit. He gets laughed planting at in the, the national. even Yeah, planting the seeds. Like, we laugh at him, but at the same time, like, it seems to be working in the locker room. Yeah. Like, guys seem to like playing for him. So, like, that's at least notable to me. Which is why Vince Quinn was wearing a sunflower thing all last season. Exactly. And as far as his actual coaching goes, I mean, he got better with each week last year, I'd say. So Yeah. I mean, uh, he actually, like, so something you really don't see a lot out of especially rookie coaches, he made really, really, really good adjustments throughout uh, yeah, the season. Yeah, yeah, Like, I just, I think he did a great job there. It'll be interesting he to He listened to the fans and he started running the ball. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, Let's hope he doesn't cave to fans so yeah, I, this year. I, I like Nick a lot. I won't say love yet. We'll see what he does this year, but I definitely am a big fan of his. But as I was saying, uh, what went down with Doug shouldn't have went down the way it did. So he'll get a big uh, cheer. Uh, this I don't see this game being very competitive. Um, unless yeah, I mean the Jags signed a bunch of new pieces. They kind of went crazy in free agency. Overpaid the shit out of Christian Kirk. Yeah, but like I just don't, I don't see them making a ton. They're of not those. there yet. And listen, I think the Jaguars, like we were just talking about the Lions, you know, not being there. I think the Jaguars are like closer than the Lions and yeah, even the Commanders, because like I think that uh, there's a chance that Doug is gonna tap into some potential with Trevor Lawrence because I think Trevor Lawrence is like a fucking a gold mine of potential. Mm. Like he just needs the right coach and Urban Meyer was clearly not that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, when you're abusing your players, you're definitely not the right guy to coach anyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, I see this as a pretty easy win for the Eagles unless by week four, Doug has tapped into that Trevor, like, <laughs> yeah. unless Trevor Lawrence unless has like a... golden arm wakes up. Yeah, unless he has like a second year Wentz type of like yeah. stint in him. I don't see how the Eagles don't walk away with a win here. Nothing about Jacksonville really strikes me except for Trevor, and I think it's going to take more than four weeks for Doug to hit that potential. Mm-hmm. What, if, what if this is the dumb loss? See, I don't think it's going to be this right, one. It, it, it could be. Listen, I, we were saying. Uh, I think it's going to be the. We Steelers. were saying before the show there. There's always those losses you don't expect against dumb teams and wins you don't expect against teams they shouldn't beat. However, I don't think there's one of those teams on the schedule this year. It is an easy schedule. But they're going to lose a dumb game. Keep Any that in mind. Sunday, baby. I think, I think it's going to be the Steelers. I think they're going to lose a dumb game to the we're gonna, Steelers we're gonna with get no there. quarterback. We're going to get there, though. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, we both have that as a win. Yeah, uh, It should be, should be relatively easy. So week five, this is my first loss. At Arizona, yeah, it's a it's a tough place to play. But they, listen, the thing is, they just have to lose at some point. Yeah, they, they there's no way they're going into the bye. Or no, they still have to play the Cowboys. There's no way they're going five and zero in the first five. I just don't believe that. Yeah, and I when I look at the first five games, I say, who do we lose to here? And it's the Cardinals. Yeah, they will we be without uh, DeAndre Hopkins? So like they're a little bit of a weaker team, but 
Arizona is not an easy place to play. Yeah. Kyler's electric. I mean, I know he gets shit on a lot. And if he's even playing for the Cardinals this year, yeah, we'll, <laughs> that's another thing. Yeah, we'll, okay. <laughs> Everything Listen, changes if he doesn't Put an play. asterisk on this one. If he's not yeah. playing, this is a win. Yeah. However, if he is playing, I think the Cardinals take this one. And who cares? I think I mean, it'll be a close a game because I think Hassan Reddick's going to go fucking crazy just because it's his old team. Um, I think he does have that dog mentality, unlike our buddy Carson down in uh, the Cock Commanders country. But uh, no, I think. Uh, It'll be a really close game, and I think it's going to come down to a field goal from Jake Elliott from 60 yards, and we're going to win. Oh, you got to win? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we've got 5-0 and oh for Pat, 4-1 and one for me going into week six. And uh, here we have uh, week six, Dallas Cowboys at home. This is a hard one. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cowboys have kind of owned us for the last couple of years. Sadly, like really fucking, that, that sentence just made me want to throw up. <laughs> um, let me say this, though. I do have this as a win. I think this year we split with the Cowboys. Yeah, I think we lose. I think we win at home and lose away. Yep. Yeah, um, I, I think this is this. I think this out of all of the games to start the year, this is the biggest. Uh, I don't want to say like legacy because he's like two years into his career, but this is like the biggest legacy game for Jalen, mm-hmm. like in the early part of the season because he hasn't had success against the Cowboys so far. Yeah, and like the the best, the biggest like test for any Eagles quarterback is like go out there and beat the fucking Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Fuck every other game, beat the Cowboys. So, and Jalen hasn't done that yet. And, you know, it's it's whatever. The Cowboys have been more talented than the Eagles the last couple of years. I don't think there's any denying that. So I'm not holding that against Jalen. But I do definitely think that throughout the early half of the season, this is like a big, like, go out there and, like, make a moment for yourself game yeah. for Jalen Hurts. I think the Cowboys are also still going to be figuring out a little bit of the new offense just because, I mean, obviously you have a lot of the same pieces, but you're missing a huge piece in Amari Cooper this year. Yeah, And um, and you have to have CD actually fully step into that number one and role. And who knows what Michael Gallup's going to be, man. Yeah. He's coming off an ACL tear. And yeah. Listen, I know that medical advances have made ACL tears like nothing, but it does affect some guys. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not wishing it, an injury on Michael Gallup, but you just have to see what, what he looks like. So, I mean, listen, I think that I think it's always a close game between the Eagles and Cowboys. Yeah. I think what you just said about the Cardinals is probably the way we win this game, like a like a game winning field goal or mm-hmm. a, like a last second score will decide this game for us, yeah. in my opinion. I, uh, it feels like a shootout. 100 percent. So uh, going into week seven is a bye, which what do you think about this bye? I hate it. I hate early buys like that. I really hate them because you got fucking. 10, 11 more weeks after yeah. your buy. That's just, that's just like begging for people on our roster that are injury prone to be injured. Like Exactly. I, I hate, I I really actually liked, what was it? We had a week, what was it last year? Week uh, 15? No. No, we had a late one. Week. Yeah, it was like week, you remember Taylor? Was it week seven? No. It was late. I don't remember it was, exactly yeah, It was it like was, the third to last week or fourth to last week or something. But uh, I actually kind of liked that because... I'll take a late buy over an early buy. Yeah, I yeah I, I don't know why I kind of liked it, but also I mean middle of the road buy is way better all around. Just because if you are at Absolutely. a point in the season where um, you're failing, you can figure out how to find how to figure that, out, or you can figure out how to get going after that, which is um, might you never know be a thing for this team. Uh, but I think that it sucks having it this early. Yeah, it does. Um, but coming out of the bye, week eight, we play the Steelers at home, and mm-hmm. I have this as our second loss. Mm-hmm. And I know you said you do too. I think I think they come out of the bye looking a little slow. They That's tend to ex- do yeah, that exactly. Um, and I think the, the interesting part though is the Steelers are kind of a big question mark this year. They don't have a, they don't have a 
uh, clear answer at QB. Yeah. I mean, is it Kenny Pickett? Is it fucking Mitch Trubisky? I think, like, gonna, I think it's going to end up being Pickett. So we don't like we don't like Mitch. No, Mitch is I mean, he good. sucks. No <laughs> Mitch love. <laughs> Listen, sucks. I don't dislike Mitch the guy. Yeah. I just think he's a shitty quarterback. I, I have a buddy that's a Bears fan and forever hates him. Is it, isn't Mitch the one that tweeted "I love kissing tits" or something like that? Like, I mean, I can always respect. A I man. mean, <laughs> hey, who does it? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I can always respect a man Seamus, of the people. Seamus doesn't. Yeah, of course he doesn't. <laughs> Uh, so I He's think an ass guy. It's going to be Pickett. I, I agree. He'll probably be the starting quarterback in this game. I don't see how. There's mm-hmm. no way through seven or eight weeks. No, it'll be seven. Seven weeks, Mitch Trubisky has like gone out there and blown you away and yeah. earned that spot. Yeah. By week eight, you should be fucking playing the rookie, especially when you don't have a guy that can help you at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think that what you said about this game is what I think. They're just going to come out slow. I think that we are a better team than the Steelers, no oh, doubt yeah, about it. Mile. But they come out slow and they win one of those stupid games, or they lose one of those yeah. stupid games. So and watch, we're going to eat our words when they blow them out. But you know, and they'll lose some other game. I think yeah. they should win. That's how it works. But that's it's the either, it's either going to be the Steelers or the Texans. I mean, I was just about to say at the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is an easy blowout win, but this could. I think that if there's any possibility of one blowing up in my face, it could be this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just I because mean, Davis Mills could go off for like 300 yards for no reason. Davis fucking like, Mills. <laughs> he's gonna. This is a Thursday night game, by the way. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't been looking at the times. I know the, the Eagles the one play like big a, bummer is that there's not a lot of 1 p.m. games this year, so there's not a lot of good tailgating. Yeah, I, I honestly I forgot to mention the the game against the Cowboys is Sunday night football, mm-hmm. and this game is Thursday night football. Wh- what is it with like the infatuation with? I feel like they put bad teams on Thursday night. I feel like I feel like if I close my eyes and imagine Thursday night football, I'm imagining like the Texans versus the Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's pretty accurate. Like, like that's the first. If you say Thursday night football, that's the first matchup that comes to my yeah. mind for some reason. Seahawks. I feel like the Seahawks. What they're probably gonna have a Thursday night game or two this year. <laughs> I just don't get it. It but sucks. It's always sucks. Yeah, yeah it's, it's always it's been all, bad. Yeah, especially with the color. I mean, I like the color rush jerseys back in the day, but it's like a gimmick. Some of them were terrible. Just stop it. Yeah. I it's, mean, don't stop it, but like no, put better stop teams it. on it's Thursdays. It's so bad. It's so bad. I also really wish college football wasn't on Saturday, so we could just have the NFL on Saturday. Maction, come on, Maction Thursday night. There's your football <laughs> fix. Get NFL Thursday night out here. Yeah, <laughs> interesting, interesting. So right. it's bad. Also, that would be nice for fantasy. I gotta admit. Because half the time I forgot. There you go. Thursday. There's there's some selfishness added to it. <laughs> I'm also looking go. right now. This game's on Amazon Prime Video. Ugh, that sucks. Ugh. But um, yeah, it's got to be on something else too, right? I don't know. I'm just Please. looking at no, the Eagles I, I website. Think, I think is they it, got the rights. Oh my god, dude, that's so ass. Oh, I, well, they have the rights to Thursday night. Yeah. Oh, great. I mean, Thursday so night. like, where the fuck else do like? What do people do if they don't have <laughs> Amazon Prime? Stream yeah. East, baby. Yeah, yeah I mean, so obviously, but like, no free ads, oh, but Stream that's East. So ass. Um, that's so, so ass. yeah, just like the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, uh, this game. Maybe it like, will. Maybe it'll fade so much this year because it's on Amazon Prime that they'll just be like, "Fuck it, we're just adding another Sunday." This game, game should be asked because I think it's a blowout win for the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Two two Monday night games. That's what I say. I'd be cool double, with that. Double header. Well, speaking of which, the Eagles will be for their next game getting a lot of rest. They play Thursday night against the Texans, and then they follow that up with a Monday night football game against the Commanders. Mm-hmm. And this game pisses me off because I wish it was earlier, like in the year, because I would love to see Carson Wentz come to Philly as the starter. But um, by imagine week- like a four or five game on a Sunday, like that would be that would be perfect because everybody in the stands will be would have been fucking hammered. Absolutely, just building yeah. this guy into oblivion. By week ten, who knows if Carson will be the starter? Whether it's yeah. injury or just Taylor Heineke is better. Mm-hmm. Like 
So I, I can't predict whether he'll be the starter or not for this game, but I'm just going to go with the same reason as why I think we win before. I just think that the commanders are not good. Yeah. And listen, that's not to say, uh, listen, we just said we lose to the Steelers. We lose to bad teams sometimes, but I just think we have their number. Mm-hmm. I don't see them competing for the division. They'll easily be in the last spot, I think. Giants, uh, I don't know. I think the Giants are bad, but I think they're not as bad as the commanders. In my opinion. I think I think the the Commanders defense will win them a couple more games than the Giants of, will. A lot of late Giant games too this year. We we're all going on week eleven and we still haven't played the fucking Giants. Yeah, I know. But I'm um, speaking of week eleven, so we both got that as a win. So what are you at here, Pat? You got what one loss? Uh, yeah, one loss to the Steelers. So through ten games, you're nine and one. I'm Fuck yeah, baby. Eight and two. So um, next Taylor sitting over here like <laughs> they're gonna be fucking <laughs> nowhere near that. <laughs> Our next game is at Indianapolis. And uh, this game lost all the juice it had when Carson Wentz got traded. Yes, yeah. Uh, this game has no juice to me anymore. Everybody was so excited about it last year. This is probably, in my opinion, the game I'm most split on. I have it marked as a win, but uh, I would not. I think this is our most, like, this could be, like, out of my schedule, the most losable. I'm really split on this game. Um, the Colts aren't great, but listen, you can't. I think Matt Stafford is better. Or not Matt Stafford, sorry. Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan is better than Carson. I do. That fucking that Falcons team was terrible, terrible. Yeah, very fucking awful. I wouldn't be surprised if, with a little bit of an upgraded offense, Matt Ryan can have a decent to okay year. Mm-hmm. Like I, I could see him being very similar. I could see him having a very similar year that Carson had last year with maybe less mistakes. Yeah, because he's not as prone to fucking dumb shovel pass interceptions <laughs> as Carson was. So I'm ultimately picking the game to be a win, but. It wouldn't shock me if we lost. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty much the same. I just don't I I really don't think Matt Ryan has the arm anymore. Uh so I think that with the defense we have, they're gonna be getting to him a lot. Uh it all depends on stopping Jonathan Taylor. I think yeah. that's that's what it really comes and down to. And I said to. earlier in Good the luck. I said earlier in I yeah, no, I know. <laughs> like, Listen, I said earlier in this breakdown that our run defense, I have faith in them, and this will be their biggest test. This is the best running back they'll face all year. It seems yeah. like I mean Jonathan Taylor's what like top. Uh, well, f- maybe Dick, Derrick Henry. Yeah, Tennessee. Oh fuck yeah, I forgot yeah, about yeah. Derrick Henry. Well, yeah, them two, the two of them. Um, those are those are going to be two of the biggest challenges for the run defense for sure. Yeah, I'm also like not like that intimidated like playing on the road in Indianapolis. It's not like known for being a crazy. Yeah, no. So I think that it's a win, but I think this is another very close like one possession, maybe a field goal game. I do think it'll be good. The the Colts have a decent squad. Uh, Carson kind of held them back last year. Hot take. <laughs> not, um, not that hot. <laughs> week 12, we come back home. We play the Green Bay Packers. I have this as a loss. Because I do not. Listen, I got to <laughs> fill losses in somewhere. Spicy. Yeah, I know. But, it, like, dude, who the fuck is Aaron Rodgers throwing to? Oh! I, I, who the fuck? Alan Lazard? No, 100%. Like, but Aaron Rodgers is a wizard. I, I don't give a shit if they if people can't catch the ball from him. Also, like, we've what, been saying it his whole career. What's Aaron Rodgers' record against the Eagles? I feel like he always fucks yeah, us in the ass. Smacks us. He smacks us every. I wouldn't this say is the year to turn it I around. I wouldn't say we're gonna get smacked, but I do think he we lose. I don't know. I, I I really think Aaron Rodgers just fucking can't do much this year. I don't I don't think the Packers are gonna be that great. I really don't. I think this is gonna be Matt Lafleur's like first losing season. Um, they didn't put enough pieces around Rodgers, and I feel like he's going to get fucking pissed at some point and just stop caring. Like, I could just totally see him taking that attitude. So I, that's that's where I am with the Packers. But, again, like, you never know how they look at that point. So I could see the Eagles losing this game, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have to fill my losses in somewhere. And I think that uh, – I think the Packers aren't going to be as great this year. But um, 
I could see uh, it's Aaron Rodgers, man. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. I could see him coming in here and doing some shit to us, like he always does. Either that or he'll get COVID. I can't believe he stayed in Green Bay. I am so dude. I know, especially after Devontae. To this day, to this day, my friend, my friend Chris had a great thing. He was like, um, like Aaron texted Devontae and was was probably texting was like, hey, like, did you get signed or are you staying with the Packers? And uh, Devontae was like, yeah, I've been signed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've been signed. <laughs> Papers have been uh, returned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just um, to get Aaron back. So you have as a win. I have as a loss. Mm-hmm. Um, week 13. This is an, I just said the Colts was my most like going back and forth on this might be it also. Uh, versus the Titans at home. Uh, this should be a good game. Uh, I think maybe it'll be good because A.J. Brown probably wants some AJ revenge. A.J. Brown uh, revenge game. Um, like you guys just corrected me on this, will be our run defense's biggest test because mm-hmm. Derrick Henry is the best An absolute back monster. in um, I ultimately have it marked as a win. Yeah. I just don't love Ryan Tannehill. I, I don't. I think he is not very good. Yeah, no, he's terrible. I mean, that, I feel like that was part of the reason, like, well, one, A.J. Green wanted to get paid, but also Tannehill is not a good quarterback. Like, he's very inconsistent. One game, he looks like one of the better quarterbacks in the league. The next, he's throwing interception left and right. So yeah. it's like, he's and, uh, very mid. He's, he's got, Titans, I kind of have him that, like, Kirk Cousins tier. Titans defense is fine. Like, yeah. uh, it's all right. Like, they they have a good D-line, and they really banged up Burrow last year. But, like, who didn't bang up Joe Burrow? Mm. His fucking <laughs> offensive line was traffic codes. Yep. Meanwhile, we have, at least going into the year, the number one rated O-line. Mm. So, like, I have faith in our O-line against any D-line, really, which mm. is a lovely feeling. So, I just, I think this is another, like, maybe, like, a touchdown or two game, like, separates the score here. It's not yeah. going to be a blowout either way, but yeah. it should be a close one. I think the Eagles take it. So, uh, finally, 14 weeks in, and we go to New York and play the Giants for the mm-hmm. first fucking time of the year. Um, I think we beat their ass. I just I have this as a win. Yeah, I, we I, beat their ass. I think the only team we split with in the NFC East this year is Cowboys. Oh, really? I have us splitting with the Giants, but maybe yeah. not for the reason you think. I think we've already locked up the division. and we. Oh, we, that's true. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. we locked up the division by week 18, and we rest our guys, and the Giants beat us at home. I wouldn't be surprised at that, yeah. So if, I th- that, if that's the case, I, then yes. I thought coming into this uh, schedule process that we would split with the Cowboys and split with the Giants and sweep the Reds. Uh, I, almost, I almost said the slur. Sweep the uh, the Commanders, sorry. The R-words. The R-words. The redacted. <laughs> but, um, so I had to, you know, kind of think, like, which game. I think we'll win against New York when it matters, and we will be sitting our guys week 18, and we lose at home, because who cares? And I'm fine with that. Uh, the Giants have weirdly like beat up like that game was it last year where Boston Scott fumbled? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh my god, yeah, that was brutal. I had fucking money on the line for that. Let me tell you, not only did I have the Eagles to win, if Boston Scott would have scored one more touchdown, which he looked like he was getting ready to, fucking bang bang. But you know that's how it goes. I fell. My mother can vouch for this. I fell to my knees in my basement and just <laughs> fucking just screamed no <laughs> when Boston Scott dropped that ball. But you guys don't care about that. Uh, Eagles win this game. <laughs> Eagles win. Uh, I mean, Danny, uh, Daniel, I was going to say Danny, Daniel Jones, meh. It sucks. Couldn't be more like, he's like the low, he's like the, I was going to say he's mid, but he's worse than mid. I just, I hope he has another run. He breaks out and trips again. <laughs> that, that was that was, of, like that was one a of the, great moment. That was one of the best things I've ever seen. And I saw that live. I was, at, was like I was at Xfinity Live for that. Very funny I've moment. in my life. So, yeah, okay, win against the Giants. I don't think there's any debate there. Uh, week 15, th- by the way, this that was the beginning of a three-game road trip, mm. which sucks. But um, I do think that we got lucky with some of the teams we play on this road oh, trip, yeah, like the definitely. Giants and week 15 at Chicago, mm-hmm. which will probably be the Eagles' last game in Soldier Field. Uh, yeah. A lot of people are saying, so 
that's the cool if you can get out there. I mean, I know that uh, Philly Sports Trips is doing their thing through we'll Bell and the Birdman. So if you can get out there, get out there. I'm sure you'd want to see a legendary field before it goes down. And also, I'd say probably an easy Eagles win. <laughs> the Bears are what the worst team in the whole league, maybe like yeah. they're top five or top three worst teams in the whole league. Yeah. So I mean, it all depends on fields. Honestly. I really don't think we even need to give you an entailed breakdown of this yeah, game because no. I think it's an easy win because the Bears stink like shit. I still like Fields. I just think every Bears quarterback is doomed it's to be cursed. cursed. Yeah. I, Fields could have turned out. It's just nothing. What's a, Fields is that meme. Well, no, I was going to say he's that meme where it's a nice car in the broken down house, but he's not a nice car yet. We'll see. Well, I don't want to go overboard, but we don't need to break this game down. Easy win. Chicago stinks. Get out to Soldier Field if you can. Uh, so then the third game in our three-game uh, road stretch is a loss for me against the Dallas yeah, Cowboys. This is this one we lose. I have a feeling this will be We're going like, to be vying for position with them in the division, I think, and we're going to lose this one, and then it's going to come down to the wire with the next week. Okay. Yeah, I, see, I think the I think the Cowboys are going to be a little bit... I just don't think the Cowboys are as good this year, but I do think they got our number at home, and I think they'll beat us, like... Pro- I don't want to say handedly, because... No, I think it'll still be close, yeah. I'd say by, like, 14. Cowboys have to regress <laughs> bad this season. That's what I'm like, thinking I, too. I, though. Like, that, like, like, I, I just don't. In yeah. general, I, it's I completely be bad. agree. Yeah. That, that's why I think that the the division's locked up by week 17. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Let's get into that. Or no, week 16. I have a loss. You have a loss. So going into week 17, we play the Saints. This is a double whammy because uh, we have a draft pick of theirs, right? Mm-hmm. So we could beat them to secure the division, help us secure the division, and beat them to uh, help us secure a better draft pick. I could also, um, if Sean Payton was still the coach there, we lose this game. I just, I have that feeling because it's the Saints, and the Saints know how to play us with Sean Payton. Yeah, they're but just. I think we route them. Jam- I mean, I think they're going to be in shambles. I think Jameis gets picked off a couple times in this game, yeah. assuming he's starting at this point. <laughs> I don't know what reason he wouldn't be. I don't know who else they have. Taysom fucking. Trevor Simeon. Taysom Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Taysom Hill ha- is one of the craziest cases in the whole NFL. He it's got, so he's getting funny. paid so much money to do nothing. Yeah. Oh, also, um, I want to go back real quick. I know I said earlier the game against the Cowboys at home is a big like legendary moment for Jalen. If Jalen could go on the road and beat the Cowboys, I don't think oh it's gonna God. happen. But that would be another one of those like yeah. go out there and prove it moments. Yeah. Even though I don't think it's gonna happen. But um, back to the Saints. I, I have it as a win. Saints yeah. don't blow me away on any aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe Jay. Uh, um, why did I just lose Jameson? his name? James, James, yeah, maybe he fucking gets a couple stupid touchdowns, but I, in the end, I think he throws like a couple picks. Mm-hmm. Bradbury and uh, Slay have a day with him. Yeah. And then last week, week 18, against the Giants at mm-hmm. home, I have it as a loss, as you heard. I yes, think everybody. that by this, I think at this time, we've locked up the division. Mm-hmm. What, what's your take on this? No, I mean, I'd, loss. I'd have to agree. I think, see, I, I kind of want to say here that the backups even might be the Giants because they suck that bad. But <laughs> I no, I think we definitely lose this one just because we don't care about this one. Um, but it all comes down to, I think, how we're looking at the division, how the Cowboys are looking at the division. So if I'm doing the math correctly, you have the Eagles with, like, what, two losses? Fuck yeah, baby. Ooh, let's go. Spicy. Homer it up. Spicy. Now, I think 12-5 and five is where I think they're going to find themselves. Maybe, like, 11. Uh, I'm sure they'll lose another stupid game I didn't predict. But, hey, I fucking love the... The optimism to say they're going to go fifteen and two. Yep. Why the fuck not? Yeah. All this means nothing anyway. First in the overall NFC. I mean, that would be lovely. Uh, listen, if whatever you think about this team, this schedule is like a Super Bowl run schedule. Yeah. This schedule is like 
go out there and secure number one seed in the NFC, like you just said, schedule. Mm-hmm. Whether this team is great or even just good, this schedule is so favorable. Yes. You can still lock up that number one seed in the in the NFC mm-hmm. just because of how weak your schedule is here. Like we said earlier, like there's no world beating team on this schedule. Like the Cowboys are gonna regress heavy. The Cardinals are gonna be without their I don't know if he'd be their top offensive weapon, I guess him or Kyler or whatever. Who knows what the situation with Kyler will be. Yeah, who even knows about Kyler. And then, like, the Packers are probably going to have a fall-off here. Uh, The Colts are just mid to me. The Tennessee Titans aren't, like, a great team. Like, thank God we played the AFC West last year Mm -hmm. because that that division is full of uh, amazing teams. Yeah, that division is fucking insane. But, listen, it's it's that kind of year. The schedule is favorable enough to go out there and fucking make some fucking noise in the playoffs. Yeah. So uh, there you go. There's the from the nosebleed schedule breakdown. I can't fucking wait for this Eagle season. I mean, that's partly because of the Phillies' disgusting <laughs> nature, and I guess that's going to be my transition into it. I can't wait for the birds because of how disgustingly bad the uh, Phillies are, and yeah. you know the Sixers oh, let us down God. pretty badly. But um, we're gonna shit on the Phillies for like a couple minutes here. They are absolutely the biggest fucking disgrace ever. They're, they're terrible. Like it's just like. Everybody was so excited about this offense. They, like, they blow hype quicker than I've ever seen anything. Literally, yeah. Everyone. Everyone in the fucking city was fired up for opening day. Yep. The they won the first two games handily, and then you dropped that third one of the A's, and it all went downhill. And then they just blew it. They extinguished any hype they had. And yeah. They, they continue to step and stomp on our faces anytime they you build a little bit mm-hmm. of hope. And the first thing I want to address as far as the Phillies is the people on Twitter like, uh, I don't know if simping is the word for Joe Girardi. Like, oh, why fire him? It's not going to change anything. You have to take the risk that it will. Mm-hmm. Listen, the Phillies will not be any worse if they fire Girardi. The only thing that could happen is either nothing or it goes up. Yeah. Like, listen, you're not going to, f- you can't fire the players. So something needs to shake up in the locker room that's going to light a fire under these guys' asses. And you need to take a risk. And listen, if you fire Girardi and it changes nothing, then you have a deeper seated issue in this team, mm-hmm. which is probably there anyway, like this culture issue. I mean, the Phillies have, uh, they don't develop talent. Like, it, listen. Which, is, which was honestly a big part of this offseason. They got that guy from the Rays that was the player development guy. Yeah. So that's a huge plus. But. I, I mean, obviously, you're not going to see immediate return on that. Like, like you look at, like, uh, there were reports about the players' families, like, talking about, how, like, oh, you guys just don't look like you're having fun. Yeah. And, like, they don't. Yeah, they, they don't, don't look like they enjoy it. They're all slumping heavy. Like, uh, JT is decent now, but, like, he went through a very fucking bad yeah. slump, and he even kind of still like is. two for 34 or, or something. Reese slumps horribly. Castellanos hit a homer. Castellanos really hit a homer yesterday, but he's slumping very badly. Yeah. Schwarber can't seem to put it together. Harper's the only one. I he, mean, yeah, I mean, Alec Bohm has <laughs> been solid on offense. I mean, he's hitting mostly singles and shit, but like at least he's getting on base consistently. Yeah. yeah. And Bryce is really all you have. And then on the other side of the ball, uh, the pitching is fucking not good. I mean, the our starting pitching has starting, been great. Aranola and Zach Wheeler are very good. And then the Gibson's same, been giving you good innings. Yeah, it's the same problem that we've had for so long. The mm-hmm. fucking relievers and closers stink. And this really Kniebel looked like this sucks. year. This really looked like this year, especially towards the beginning of the year. They were actually going to be pretty decent and we didn't have to worry about them that much. And then guys like Jerry's Familia blow it. Oh my God. This Norwood blows it. Nebel has been fucking atrocious. I fucking like, miss Hector Neris, man. I really don't. 
He'd, he's I wasn't better a huge Nairis fan. He's better than all these guys. I wasn't a huge Nairis fan to begin he's, with. Doesn't, isn't he like a couple... Wouldn't he have been a couple saves away from the all-time yeah. saves leader? Yeah, but that's because he was here for fucking six years. Listen, he's better than Kniebel, Hand, fucking Familia. He's better than all those guys. I would rather I him. I, I just was not a huge Nairis fan. Like, he really pissed me off a lot. Like, I think he had a decent amount of blown saves that I would just turn me off. It's just like at this point, like I, I almost want to say, like obviously, who am I to like make this call to Phillies fans? But like, I almost want to tell people, like, dude, stop going to games. Like this fucking friend, oh, no, I'll never do this that. organization. <laughs> but like, this organization needs to see that people aren't going to support their fucking mediocrity. But like, they they're just so fucking bad. And I've said a million times, we I grew up in the era of good Phillies baseball, two thousand seven. 2011, where they tricked me into thinking they were good, and really they're one of the worst sports franchises of all time, so, if not the worst. Devil's advocate right here. Um, I kind of like when the Phillies are bad, just tickets because are cheap. tickets are cheaper. <laughs> um, Let's go back to the process while we're at it. Bro, yeah, fuck it. Like, cheap tickets, baby. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I can handle that. But <laughs> Seriously, like, I just I can't take this this organization. They're a disgrace. They spit in the face of their fans all the time. And poor poor people like Seamus put their whole mental well-being <laughs> on this. And listen, we're no better. He knows better. He knows better. But we all do the same thing with one of these fucking teams. We yeah. all do it. The Sixers, the Eagles. The, Big free, so. we, we all do it. You don't because you're smart. You are smarter than us. I will give you that. But yeah, debatable. I think he kind of rides with the Eagles pretty hard. I think I think they're Taylor. the Eagles. only they're the only ones that <laughs> they're the best success. ones to hit your mental wagon. <laughs> yeah, they are. I know, but still, I, I don't think Taylor can say he's better than us. I, I value <laughs> I value winners. I, I can't argue. All right, Seamus. <laughs> but um, speaking of like things that let us down, we're gonna end the show talking a little bit about the end of the Eastern Conference Finals and like how that ties into the Sixers and all that. So the Heat, <laughs> the Heat outperformed what I thought they would. I'll just call it what it is. I thought the Celtics would handle them, and they didn't. It was a great series. Well, it wasn't a great series. It was not, it a, was great a, not a great series. See, at all. it looked like a great series on the outside because it's a seven game series. But really, it was blowout, 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 blowout. Yeah, like every game was a blowout in favor of the opposite team. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't think a team won back-to-back games in that series until the Celtics won Game Six. Yeah, or Game Game, seven. game whatever game they won. I, I forget. Think the Celtics only won like two quarters within like the first six games. Yeah, which is insane. <laughs> yeah. No, it was wasn't it, it was the opposite, right? They only lost two quarters in the no, whole. No, no. Was it the, the Celtics won every oh, okay. quarter? Oh uh, yeah, I'm getting two. that mixed yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, right, right. You're right. Uh, so ugly, ugly series to be honest. Um, I mean, seven so- minutes without making a bucket. <sighs> that was in the first <laughs> quarter. Game five, I think. And also, I mean, the Heat just in the first quarter in general in that series, like they there was several times where they just had one point until, like one or two points until there was like six minutes left in the quarter. Culture, baby. The Heat, the Heat <laughs> fell victim to what we've said before, and other people have said, like if you need Jimmy Butler to go out there and score forty six points, he might do it. He literally will but do it. You will not win that way. Yeah. Yeah. No, you will not win that way. Jimmy Butler is capable of going out there and scoring those points, but he's not going to win you anything. Yeah, because uh, like, he has no support. Because he needs sweater. support, right? Yeah. Uh, the rest of the team really just isn't all that great. I mean, I don't know. Tyler Hero, what happened to him? I mean, I know he was hurt, but yeah. like he looked bad even in the early in the series when he played. I just, I think the the Celtics defense was just too much for them. To I handle. mean, Bam on a Bayou, man. Fucking Robert Williams had him in jail oh, yeah. at times in the series. Time Lord appreciation jail. hour. Right, Taylor? Dude, he <laughs> is unbelievable with a 
bum knee too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, total it's, bum it's weird knee. because like, don't get me wrong, fuck the Boston Celtics, mm. but I I like the indi- some of the individual players in this yes. team. No, they're they're, they're a great team. Like, the, like the, you, got you have, to, I can admire. Like, they are a deep team, and like, I lo- I like. I'm a big fan of Jason Tatum. I like Robert Williams mm-hmm. a lot. I know that he, it's like a weird player to like, but I like him. Marcus Smart is like a more likable Patrick Beverly to eh. me. I know that he's still like an asshole, but like I think I he's I more, would like him if he weren't on the Celtics. I'll he's put it more that endearing way. to me than Patrick it's, Beverly. It's the hair. No, it's the green. No, it's the not green highlights. Because I mean, I loved Jalen Mills, <laughs> but well, he like, wasn't wearing a Celtics uniform. He was wearing green. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listen, so fuck fuck the Celtics, but I don't mind them. And Taylor, I just want to say how funny it is that uh, I was looking the other day, April twenty sixth. Me and you did our solo show, and we predicted Warriors versus Celtics, and I bet neither of us bet on it. Yeah, you guys are I very did. dumb you for did. that. I'm a fucking no, idiot. No, I, I had Warriors uh, winning out of the West. I'm an absolute idiot, and yeah. we fucking called it on April 26th. Yeah. We said that the Warriors would play the Celtics in the finals, and I didn't bet it because <laughs> I'm an idiot. I did I did lose a bet of uh, Celtics in uh, six or better. So. Oh. That, that, that was my move for that Damn. one. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about the finals real quick. I want to talk about like where the Sixers are going to be at next year, but um, who, who do you guys have in the finals? It's Dubs. How many? I think it's going to go seven. I think the I think Boston defense shows up for a decent amount of games, obviously because they have like the best defense in the league. But I just don't think they they are able to stop Clay, Steph, like Draymond, I think even Wiggins. Yeah, what no, Wiggins has been a bucket too. I, I, I love I love that I love that for him. Great. Yeah, he's great. been phenomenal. And then you got Jordan Poole too. It's like anybody on that team could go for thirty plus. Like, what are you going to do against that? I get you have the number one defense, but you just. Went to seven with a team with 30, one guy yeah. that can consistently score oh, thirty plus. Real quick, an interesting like, fact on uh, Jason Tatum I read today was that he's four and one in his career in Game Seven so far, and the only loss was to LeBron in twenty eighteen when he was a rookie. Yeah. So I mean, pretty good start to that career for him. Yeah. Taylor, what do you have? Dubs, Dubs in five. Damn, okay. yeah. looks like we're gonna go all. Damn. We're all going down. I'm going Dubs in six. Yeah. So I'm going dubs and seven. Seven, just, six, five. I mean, I, think, I, I just gave Robert Williams a lot of credit, but I... I don't see... So that's it, the other thing. I don't really see gonna, how their defense defends. Like, I get they have a very good defense. I get they have very mobile defenders, but I don't see how it really fits as well with the Warriors as some people think. He, he played 20 minutes game seven, mm-hmm. and, I mean, he played as well as you can. Like, that knee's going to yeah, get it's worse. It's not and worse. And imagine that knee running around Steph Curry. Yeah. Like, like I, just, I also just don't think the scoring output is enough to keep up. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Al Horford's going to be having his, like, 30-point games every night. Like, I think he slows down. <laughs> like, he's, he's not dunking on Draymond. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I don't think the, the Celtics I have it in him, but I, I think it's still going to go seven. I still can't believe he dunked on Giannis. <laughs> so funny. I was so like, like, Kevon like Looney, little boy did too. Kevon Looney could win Finals MVP, and I think <laughs> Al Horford dunking on Giannis in the year twenty twenty two. In the year twenty twenty two is the more unbelievable thing. Yeah, uh, it would be very funny also if uh, we saw the Warriors win and Steph didn't win Finals MVP. He's got I, listen, to. Yeah, he's I'm going to say Clay's right now, win it. there is I think no Clay's, listen. Either, <laughs> imagine, imagine call, if Draymond listen, wins. The it. only way Steph Curry doesn't win Finals MVP is if he plays like absolute shit because the, yeah. na- the narrative is there, the story is there. They yeah. they want him to yeah, win absolutely. it because it's a big. It's going to be a huge marketable moment. He could probably average twenty a game and still win Finals. He MVP. would have to play extremely fucking yeah. horribly for him to not win it. In my opinion, as long as the Warriors win the series and he plays even fine, he's getting it. Yeah, which uh, I mean, whatever he he does, I think he deserved twenty fifteen. Because you know Andre Iguodala got it for locking up LeBron, whoever. Yeah, but always a game. Steph's always been not 
up to par during the uh, yeah. finals. Yeah. So. yeah, no, you're right. You're not wrong. I but do. he also had the ability kind of to shrink because, like, you had a guy like KD who would just take over Steph, yeah. Steph shrink. So, and Clay, obviously, and Draymond and fucking everybody. But, yeah, no, I mean. So, we all got the dubs. Yeah. For, uh, seven for Pat, six for me, uh, five for Taylor. Uh, real quick before we talk about the Sixers for, like, just a couple minutes, what did you guys think about the Jason Tatum thing that's going crazy so right now with the, the Kobe Bryant? Everyone's that was just a him. very weird move. I hate that. It was very bizarre. It sucks. It does like, come off very much as, like, sucks. seeking attention. Yeah, that's all it is. Like, because, like, you wear the the So the band. armband was fine. I had absolutely. No, 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 but, like, it was the fact that he tweeted or he put that out on Instagram and he was also wearing the arm. It's like, dude, that's just weird. The, the armband like, thing to me, like, like, that's fine. But when you pair it with yes, the tax, exactly, it becomes weird. Exactly. Because, so, like. Sully in Boston did not like the armband, I'm sure. <laughs> like a Lakers player on his yeah, own, right? on his arm. <laughs> like pay respects to Kobe, fine. But like the text thing was like very weird, especially because if they lose, you ne- that never you never see that. Yeah, and it's just a fucking weird thing. <laughs> One thing I will say though, and I've I've been very critical of like Twitter discourse and like just NBA and sports discourse in general, and like how cancerous it has become mm-hmm. i'm like yeah there's trolls but there's also like people that legitimately think the way they tweet and like one thing i've noticed is like this year especially i've seen it more than ever like the celtics for example celebrate because they just won the eastern conference and you have people in the comments yeah. like oh they're really celebrating like they just won the championship like dude like do you just not like sports <laughs> yeah. like like the minnesota timberwolves obviously celebrated when they made the playoffs and people were like oh they're really like yeah it was a big moment for them that made the playoffs it, for the first time in a while i said it the other day and it's literally the same exact kind of people who were shitting on philly fans for yeah. like storming the streets when we made the like, super bowl like john moran and the grizzlies very young fun <clears throat> team they're fired yeah. up they play with passion they play with love for the game and they get hype when they win even the suns the suns were a little cringy with it but they did the same thing they were mm. they were just having fun playing basketball and they won they would celebrate why the fuck do all these dudes just not want anyone to have fun like unless it's your team like i'm not going to be hypocritical like that like do i like boston absolutely the fuck not but do i am i going to be like oh they're acting like they they did achieve something yeah. winning the east is an achievement especially this year yeah. like f- fuck it's so weird it's such a weird thing to like mm-hmm. get mad about and they had like an insane run too like they, they swept the nets they went through the day yeah, they went through kd Giannis, and mm-hmm. fucking jimmy butler yeah it's not an easy road i mean yeah. whatever speaking of which real quick uh First ever Eastern and Western Conference Finals MVPs, Steph Curry and Jason Tatum. Uh, it's very funny how the NBA went out of their way to, uh, you know, fuck with LeBron's legacy <laughs> and put this in after his run because LeBron would have 11 of those. <laughs> but uh, I rest my case. Yeah, <laughs> yeah suck yeah, him off M- a little more, Vinny. <laughs> yeah, he the, would. NBA, the NBA is against LeBron. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm just kidding. But he listen, he's, he would have 11 of them. That's, that's that's great without a doubt. That's great. But um, so let's talk about the Sixers for like just a couple I, minutes, wait, real quick though. I think the only reason they did that was because of the Showtime. Uh, documentary Probably. came out, which also great documentary. Yeah, I'm not trying to be an HBO or not show even here, a documentary, but, but like still. mini series. Yeah. Go watch it. Um, Sixers, real quick, we'll wrap it up with what like seeing like these teams that are in the finals now, and like just seeing the Eastern Conference Finals and what happened at the end of the season. Like it just really makes you like wonder like what this what's like next for the Sixers. Just because, like, we're at a confusing place Poverty. here. We're at a confusing place because, Poverty. like I said on our on our live show at Wells Fargo Center, or, sorry, Citizens Bank Park, it's sad because, like, Joel Embiid really just does get hurt every year. And, yeah. like, it, it sucks because, like, you know how badly he wants to go out there and just win. Mm-hmm. And what did the report come out today or yesterday? That, like, he had multiple fingers he needed surgery on? Yeah, his uh, index finger and his thumb. Like, man, like, how can you even fucking blame the guy if he does retire? His body has been put through so much punishment. 
it's unreal. Like it's almost like no, uh, not no other player has ever gone through something like this. But it just sucks, man. It yeah. re- it's defeating, and like I just don't know what's gonna happen with the Sixers here. Like this off season leaves so many question marks. Like, yeah. what do you do with Tobias? What do you do about what's, Harden's what's happening contract? with Harden's contract? Are you gonna? Is Doc even gonna be the coach? Obviously, I think at this point, at this point he is. He is. Yeah. Darvin Ham, the Milwaukee assistant, goes to the Lakers. Uh, it just it sucks. Doc will probably be here. And it just sucks because, like, we have guys like uh, Paul Reed and Charles Bassey, but, like, under Doc, they might never get a chance to see the light of day. But that, see, that's where it falls on Maury to not go out and sign a backup center. Yeah, you have, dude, if you're, like, that, literally, you, if, if you're, you're rostering, if you sign another one, you're rostering five centers again. It's like, that's so insane. You absolutely need to fucking tell Doc, like, dude, you're playing these guys this year. Like, you yeah. have to. Yeah. Like, especially after what Reed did in the playoffs this year, you, you yeah. really have to give the kid a and chance. I mean, listen, Charles Bassey has only been given a chance really at the G League level, mm-hmm. and he tears it up. Give him a mm-hmm. shot. I vividly remember we were at a Trill Bro Dudes uh, live podcast yeah. against the Nuggets. I forget what month and he it was. was. It. And yeah. Charles Bassey had a fucking amazing game. Mm-hmm. Like, give the guy a shot. But with Doc, you always have to worry about that. Uh, you just got to worry. I don't know what like the bones of this team is going to look like. We know yeah. that it's going to be Embiid, Hard, and Maxi. I think Tobias should go. Yeah, you, I mean, and, solely and, it's not even because of the way he's played because he did. No, he played really fine. Played, he played well in the you playoffs. Just need the, he, that's not, in my opinion, that is not Tobias. Like yeah. that was an elevated version of. Tobias. And also, it's just like I, his contract isn't worth it. His contract is ugly, and you listen. There's a big debate about whether to move his contract for another star, like Dame. L- uh, sorry, Brad. <laughs> Beal. I don't know why I said Dame Lillard. Brad Beal, like Beal someone, someone like Beal. He might he not, and even anywhere. if he was available. I might be in the minority here saying I'd rather move Tobias and sign like just role players. Bring in good, solid guys who are going to come off the bench and play with fucking heart because your team right now is full of role players who don't play with any heart and they quit. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to name name go name by name here, but like in general, this team is full of guys that don't play with any heart. Like. Yeah. Go out there, trade Tobias, in my opinion, for like some just some role players, free up some cap space, bring in some guys. Because in my opinion, listen, obviously it comes down to it was hard and hurt last year with his his hamstring bothering him. Is I mean, gonna, yeah, if he comes out and like firing all yeah. cylinders next year, this team even if he is comes out insane. and plays like just what he played in the regular season this year, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit better. Like that's what I'm mostly expecting. Like, like maybe a little like more. I, scoring, I can see but, like yeah. 25 points a game, like at his highest potential right now yeah. with playmaking. If he plays like that. You have three guys who I trust in the, with the team as far as uh, Joel, Tyrese, and James. Mm-hmm. And I know on the last podcast you guys had a big conversation about us to Tyrese Max, like going to grow into a star, and is he untouchable? I don't think he's untouchable for the right deal, but I, I, I think that I'd rather go through the method of I'm, what I'm saying here. Fuck yeah. like trading Tyrese and Tobias or whatever for and picks or whoever gets traded for like another star. I'm fully on board with the role player express. Look at the Celtics. They are a prime example of it. They have one star. Maybe like a star light Jalen Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's close. He's like a he's like a star light. He's, he's an all star. He, he's an all-star, yes. He's not Tatum level. He's an all-star. But, like, they're just a deep team. They're mm-hmm. full of deep guys who can come in, play, and actually give you something off the bench. And Al Horford actually, like, plays for yeah, them. Yeah, he so. does. So good for fucking them because whatever he fucking <laughs> Something in the Boston water. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. So, uh, listen. It's because his sisters Tyrese, are getting the fights every week. Tyrese Maxey could not be the best player on a championship team. Absolutely not. Could, Thank I you. think right now. Right. Oh my God. I'm Fuck gonna you, say. Taylor. I will say this. I'm think, riding with him. I don't care. I'm. I'm gonna say. I don't think at any point in his career will Tyrese Maxey be the number one option on a championship. Never. Team. 
Never. It's not happening. I think cool. at, I think at best he becomes a two, and that's not bad. And being a number two Three. option on a championship team is look at fucking Clay Thompson. Like mm-hmm. Clay Thompson is a career number two guy, and he's one of the best like of this generation, like shooters and just in general. So like, no, I don't think Tyrese Maxey will ever be your best guy on a championship roster, but like. He could be a number two. I That's think. why he's not untouchable. Just yeah. wait till he wait till he goes he's four not, inches. If I was he in is the, not untouchable. If I was in like the mindset of like get me Brad Beal, I would hundred percent put Maxi on the on the table. But I'm not in that mindset. I'm more in the mindset of role players, and I think in that way you just get to keep Tyrese. I Trade really, Tobias, free up space. I just I I don't really like. I don't see if we didn't have Harden. Listen, I would say Brad you gotta Beal. take feelings out of it a little bit too with Tyrese no, no, no. because I no, it's not even that. It's just I Brad Beal like just doesn't scream. He doesn't do it for you. Yeah, he just he doesn't like. If you had a guy like Donovan Mitchell, maybe like I'd like him better than Brad Beal. He met you. I mean, Bradley Beal just I don't know. He just. We're gonna it's, wrap up in, a, in like a minute, but I, I also I don't think D Mitch is gonna go anywhere because I think like I think Rudy might like go end up on like the Mavs or something. I love yeah. that for the Mavs. That, that yeah, would be I mean, that's yeah. huge. That'd be that's insane huge. for them. I mean, that would be an insane upgrade over fucking Kleber, who is Kleber and Dwight Powell, yeah. who are both like not very good. Listen, we clown on Rudy, but he's a good player. Mm-hmm. He is, and Luca needs a fucking Robin. He's got he's got turnstiles for guards. Yeah, like, oh, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. He's yeah. got no help. Yeah, no, exactly. So, like. I'm on board with the role player express this offseason. Offload money with by getting Tobias out of here. Don't bring back some like Furkan. Fucking get out the door now. Well, like, he's still on for another two is years. He? Uh, we'll trade he's him. Not, he just signed a three. I would love to trade him. Started. Nobody wanted to pay him. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just get me role players. I'm not on the. I, I'm not star hunting. As far as Brett Brown would say, I'm just. No, you I didn't want, say right. Star I just hunting. want to be a team like the Heat. I know they didn't win the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, the no, Heat, I know what you mean. Heat, though. Celtics, even the Bucks are great fucking prototypes for the team you need to build. Mm-hmm. Have a star, maybe two, and just put deep guys around them that will come in and play with heart. Mm-hmm. Crazy fucking concept that the more good players you have, the better your team is. So that's it. That's all I got to say. Any like closing thoughts for you guys? No, I mean, uh, fucking keep checking out the merch on uh, T Public. They just had a sale again this past week, and I think they do it every couple weeks. So yeah, I mean, our uh, our link tree is on our Twitter. I mm-hmm. think that the shirt merch link is fucking pinned on our profile. So go check all that out. Uh, uh, yeah. But besides that, I mean, you know, hope everybody enjoyed their Memorial Day weekend. Looking forward to this summer. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed it more than me. I'm sun poisoned as fuck. <laughs> really but, bad, uh, covered in bandages. Hit us up on Twitter if anybody wants to go out and see a Phil's game this summer. We'd no. love to do that. Uh, Taylor's <laughs> going to be there with us because Taylor loves the Phillies. Um, I'll be at every Eagles away game, though. Let's <laughs> go, go, baby. Yeah, Philly sports trips with Bell and the Birdman. Yep. Go book now. But, uh, no, I mean, thank you very much for guys for listening. Seamus, we miss you. Hope you're having a good time down in Wildwood, you. even though you're watching the Phillies like you said you wouldn't. I, I I'm sure you're having you. a bad time. I, I didn't Pat miss you, Pat didn't James. miss you. I, I missed you. you. Uh, guys, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Love you.